100 plus episodes, 10 exciting guests, and many more to come, and the journey has just begun. Want to remind my listeners that your favorite blockheads associated with the Yogi's Podcast Network, where you can listen to the nightly rant with Mike and Toria. You can listen to Liberty Revealed and one of my personal favorites, the Elite Podcast Academy, that will teach you everything you need to know about being a professional podcaster. To take your show from 0 to 60 in 5.2 with all the tips from Mike himself from the Yogi's Podcast Network. And also to remind you that I'm associated with the Dose Leprechauns page. Dose Leprechauns Media has taken off. The merchandise is looking great. Jason and Nate are killing it in the podcasting world. And Notre Dame football is looking promising. All that being said, the little redhead girl is giving me the go-ahead. So what do you say we go ahead and start the show, shall we? in the podcasting world that can somehow incorporate the Peanuts comic strip one minute and then be talking about MMA and Warriors Inside the Octagon the next. I will say from Jump Street that my podcasting voice isn't exactly up to par today. I have to clear it several times, but I will certainly do my best to make sure my consistency with the Blockhead Nation continues on the run that we've been on lately. So as I get started, guys, you know this is the holiday season. They are here again And you should be saving your precious memories for years to come by turning your photos to canvas with Easy Canvas Prints. Easy Canvas Prints is great for decorating your home, decorating your office during the holidays, and taking those perfect photo gifts and turning them to easy-use online canvas print designers that turn your image into stunning works of art. And these canvas prints are printed and stretched in-house by the Easy Canvas Prints canvas professionals and come ready to hang or display with a classic semi-gloss finish. Just choose your canvas size. If you go to the link in the podcast through the blog and you check the size, the wrap thickness, you upload your picture of the art, you choose the border, you choose the personalized canvas print all your own, and when you click it, you can see how you go on the website. You can get all the way up from 85 to even 93% off your purchase. You heard that right. Up to 93% off these days with Easy Canvas Prints made with love out of Austin, Texas. Enjoy using Easy Canvas Prints to capture your memories this holiday season. And to use the scripture of the day, I have to refer back to the wisdom of Snoopy this time. This one's for a friend of mine. This is because I've taken a lot of fan Q&A this week. And there is a quote by Snoopy that says, keep looking up. That's the secret of life. Fix your eyes upon him, Blockhead Nation, for true wisdom, for true advice, even when Blockhead lets you down, because I'm going to. And some of you guys that are new, that are coming to this format, that are coming over to this podcast, let me just walk you through that there are very unique combinations that happen on this show. And you think, how in the world are you going to coincide and correlate? How are you going to blend together things like peanuts and mixed martial arts? How in this world can you take something like U.S. history and apply that to one of the most dangerous sports in the world? 
Well, there are many other artists who have done the same thing. I don't want to compare apples to oranges, but I can show you how there have been things that might have even been scoffed at. We thought about it maybe 30 years ago to think that the greatest heavy metal, metal band in the history of this world, known as Metallica, would share the same stage with the San Francisco Symphony at the Berkeley Community Theater. I'm talking about the famous 1999 performance by Metallica and the San Francisco Symphony with maestro Michael Kamen at the helm, known as Metallica S&M. They're doing it again. They did this year in 2019 in San Francisco. I think this time it was at the Chase Center, if I'm not mistaken. So to take two very different worlds and to let them converge and merge together for something special, that's what you get with this show. You get a guy who's a Peanuts fan, who's a U.S. history fanatic, but also follows the sport of mixed martial arts. And most of the time, I can bring it home for the casual viewer. There are plenty of people that might find something different with the way that I view this sport, but I will do my best to bring something to you that is relevant. And one thing that's relevant to tonight is we have UFC 245. Most people I've talked to, I reached out in Q&A and just said, are there any topics you guys want me to discuss? And more often than not, their response was, hey, Blockhead, make sure you cover UFC 245. Make sure you cover the events. Well, I got no problem doing that, but really, every time I look at this card, I mentioned to my friends how, to even the Blockhead Nation, this is one that has a great story for it if you are an MMA purist. If you are a person that doesn't follow the sport of big names, you're probably looking forward to the next bout with Conor McGregor's return against Cowboy Donald Cerrone. That's probably going to come up, and maybe we can just have a little bit of fun. Let's just see if I can work some of my magic tonight. Because one big thing that's happened with the main event is you've got a very brash Colby Covington going against the welterweight champion Kamara Usman, the Nigerian. And I will tell you that it is well documented that Colby is a guy who knows how to say unnecessary remarks to build his gimmick. More often than not, he is despised. But he made a comment not too long ago about Matt Hughes. His comment, very distasteful and very unappreciated by the MMA community, was you should have learned from Matt Hughes that when the train is coming, you need to get off the tracks. That's not verbatim, but that's pretty close to what he said. And most people found that as disgraceful. Tyron Woodley had a lot of things to say about that particular comment in one of his recent videos with TMZ. So I will tell you that Matt Hughes had handled this extremely well. He put up an Instagram post a few hours ago that talked about, well, maybe if I had listened to Colby, then I wouldn't be in the condition that I'm in. Now, again, I don't want to take away from the situation. I believe that that train wreck incident has completely altered everything about Matt Hughes' personal life. But if we pull it into the cage just for a second, with all of these comments that Colby has been trying to do, with all the frustrations, his athleticism, but also his brash words and his foul mouth. Let's just take that for a second. Some of you might be familiar with something that happened a few years ago. There was a historic vice president debate that happened with two of our vice presidential candidates. One of them was Dan Quayle, and the other was Senator Lloyd Benson. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm referring to the comment that was made in one of the debates that they had where Dan Quell said something to the effect that he is experienced as Jack Kennedy was when he came into the presidency. 
Senator Benson seemed to be set back by this, and his words were, Sir, I knew Jack Kennedy. I served with Jack Kennedy. Jack Kennedy was a friend of mine. Senator, you're no Jack Kennedy. Well, not long after that, if you fast forward a couple of years, President Ronald Reagan comes forward and mentions how Bill Clinton had announced that he was the newest Thomas Jefferson. And of course, Ronald Reagan, with his comedic wit as a president, said, well, I knew Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson was a friend of mine. And Governor, you're no Thomas Jefferson. Just to bring that full circle, let's see if Blockhead can work with something here. Even though he handled it well, I will say, Mr. Interim Champion, Mr. Colby Covington, Mr. Chaos, I watched Matt Hughes' career. I'm no friend of Matt Hughes. I am just a fan of Matt Hughes. I know a lot about Matt Hughes. Dana White's favorite fight of all time is Matt Hughes versus Frank Trigg, too. So, Mr. Interim Champion, you're no Matt Hughes. Don't even try to fill those footprints that have been in the cage of this MMA pioneer. Don't even try, sir. If you guys want to share that little effect to pulling it back to history, then all, by all means, Blockhead Nation, be my guest. But I pulled that one just, and maybe that could be an idea from my good friend who's listening. I know my cartoonist is listening to this show. He's wanting to put together a mini comic series that we could do for the for the uh, podcast. So that's an exciting thing. So a little bit of a uh, breaking the news, breaking announcement there. There is going to be a future uh, Blockhead mini comic coming out of this. Your favorite Blockhead will finally have a mini comic, probably four strips at a time. Something related to current day, something maybe related to the podcast. Be expecting those to be coming out soon. But just to get to Donald Cerrone and to get to Conor McGregor, let's have a little bit of fun. Because once again, there is this struggle for a lot of us that are fans going, Conor's going in at 170, 170 pounds. And the question is, why? Why would Donald Cerrone have to get out of his comfort zone, even at 155, who has done extremely well? But this is a guy, Donald Cerrone, who has done well with age. And we could use another type of phrase that we used by none other than the beloved Ronald Reagan, where he was talking about his other adversary. I believe this was back in his re-election campaign against uh, Democratic opponent Walter Mondale, if I remember right. They were worried about how some of his responses sounded like he might have been hitting early Alzheimer's, but somewhere he comes in, he says, I am not going to make age a, a issue in this campaign. Well, I'm sure if we were just to play with it a little bit and speculate, could Donald Cerrone use the same talk when it comes to Connor? He's coming out. He might have some cage rust. I might have some myself at 170. I will not make age an issue of this fight. I'm not going to exploit, as Ronald Reagan said, my opponent's youth and inexperience. That could be something that comes up that if we were to pull that. But I love Connor's moxie. If he really did want to go to 170, whether it's to set himself up for the next guy that he wants, which is probably Jorge Masvidal. I wouldn't be surprised if that were the case. So again, where else are you going to find another podcast that can intertwine U.S. history and current day MMA and somewhat make it relevant for you, the listener? I challenge you to find one, but while you're looking for one, I would also consider you check out my friends this holiday season for your t-shirt needs at Five Finger Tees. These guys offer a massive selection of pop TV 
movie, pop and culture inspired and ridiculously funny t-shirts that simply will not break the bank, especially if you use my promo code at checkout. Five Finger Teams gives you, the customer, the great deal without having to sacrifice on quality. Their holiday t-shirts are hilarious. They're worth your time. Go check out my friends over at Five Finger Tees. Go check out the link in the blog. When you get to the blog, make sure you go to that link for Five Finger Tees. When you get to checkout, make sure you use the promo code five off that's all one word to get five percent off of your t-shirt purchase f-i-v-e-o-f-f to support my friends over at five finger tees and to support your favorite blockhead on this show now to give you a short quick lineup of what's going on tonight looks to me like we have the prelim fight that's going to kick things off that's going to be mike perry it's kind of been hard to see him, in a way, fall from graces, mostly because of his track record inside the cage. But this is a guy that still has many more years on him to come. I'm sure Mike Perry will give us a heck of a performance tonight. And as we get into the main card, if I just look at, we got three championships that are on the line. But one of those championships is where we have been questioning just how good is Conor McGregor. Because currently, Max Holloway, is holding the championship. Now, I would have to say that strength goes to his opponent, but if we look at Max Holloway, this is a guy that has agility, this is a guy that has experience, but he gets overshadowed by the legacy that is Conor McGregor. And if you look at the ladies, you have simply the greatest women's championship in the history of this world in Amanda Nunez. Nobody better than her. And the same adversary, Jermaine, is the one that put her title, that dropped her title, dropped her strap when she was supposed to face Chris Cyborg. And Amanda Nunez cleaned her up. I don't know what the intent is on her taking it, other than maybe that's just where the cards fall. That's how the fight works itself out to be. But I look at other guys on the card. Jose Aldo's weight cut has got me a little bit concerned about how small he is. But if I continue to look up on this, the big thing that is I'm noticing for the stare down between Kamara Usman and Kobe Covington, there's one big key point to this entire story that nobody is discussing. And you can't discuss it if you don't have a third dimension that is understanding history. At the stare down, most are looking at Kobe Covington wondering what he's saying to Usman. Usman has a much different demeanor from the last time they met up when it was over at the announcer's table. That was almost a melee. This time, he is completely composed and he's smiling, but that's not even what I'm discussing for this one. I'm not discussing his composure. I'm not discussing the attire that they're wearing, America versus Nigeria, especially with Colby's talking about the re-election of Trump and Pence over his shirt and his Make America Great hat that he's wearing and his interim belt. I'm not even talking about that. Let's talk about something that nobody has discussed. Kamara Usman is wearing glasses. He's wearing his specs. And most people have not even pounced on this idea. But you're going to get it on this podcast. Because maybe they don't realize the significance of that. What is the intent with Kamara Usman's specs that he wore at the stare down? The last time that that was used was to provoke somebody into action. I am talking about the famous duel 
between Alexander Hamilton and Aaron Burr. Hamilton wore his specs that day. That was not common of him. The sitting vice president that is Aaron Burr was being provoked into action. Because if you look at the story, Hamilton examines the weapon for a long period of time, causing Burr to become more nervous. And when you throw away your shot in a duel, you don't fire over your opponent's head. You fire in front of them into the dirt. Hamilton wore his glasses, took aim at Burr's head, shot over his ear, connecting with a tree branch behind him to provoke, possibly, every action that he took seemed to be provoking Burr into taking action and doing something he was going to regret, which, of course, Burr did fire the fatal shot that killed the beloved Alexander Hamilton. Now, I'm not saying that applies completely to the story that's going to happen inside the cage tonight with Usman and Covington to where he's being provoked into doing something that could kill Kamara Usman's championship reign. That's not what I mean. Usman is a well-known wrestler. But also when it comes to striking and kickboxing, I'm not sure what his blueprint is walking into this fight. But again, why is he wearing his specs at the stare down? That's not a commonplace thing for Kamara Usman to do. What is his intent? What is he trying to provoke? Let's just for a moment speculate, shall we? Is he provoking him into shooting for a double leg takedown to where Usman has his takedown defense to where he can take his back and submit Colby Covington in the first round? I don't know. I'm not entirely sure how, as when it comes to on paper, this is an even matchup through and through. And I've said before, it's not going to hurt my feelings if Usman walks away with the title. It's not going to hurt my feelings if Colby Covington walks away with the title. It just means when we look at the rankings, you got one guy standing in front of you, whoever the winner is of tonight's fight. And that is none other than game-bred Jorge Masvidal. There's nobody else that I can think of that deserves a title shot. Unless this one goes to a war... And there's a controversy, a doctor stoppage, or it's a split decision. And they want to run it back immediately. So the story behind it all is that you have three championships and you have no star fandom. You have no star power in this particular card. But there should be. There is for the MMA purist, not so much for the casual fan. So I share all that with you tonight as we lay the groundwork for what's going to happen with, with the podcast. What's going to happen with the fight. Again, should be interesting. Not, not a bad idea to throw in some of these historical connections just to see if history repeats itself again and if that could be the intent. Going to be some interesting fights. Most of the time, the favor has drifted toward, especially if you look on things like if you were a betting man, if you went to where the odds stack up, if you looked at betonline.ag or something like that or betdsi.com, you would see how the favor falls towards all three of the champions. But it's actually been a seesaw battle between Covington and Usman. It's gone back and forth. It hasn't been much more than a 40-60-60-40 type of story between these two on who's going to take the championship. Again, I guess we shall see. 
And as we are looking into this, guys, another thing to consider is to take a look at my friends over at Century Martial Arts. Maybe you want to try out MMA just by listening to this podcast. Maybe you've been inspired to go hit the cage or maybe go hit the punching bag. Gain a competitive advantage and advance yourself at home as a martial artist by choosing the best training gear in the MMA community known as Century Martial Arts. Whether you're a black belt instructor, a school owner, a new student, or just an enthusiast of the martial arts, Century has what you need to get the most out of your training. And when you get to check out with your gear, make sure you use the promo code SAVE10. That's S-A-V-E-1-0. That will be provided in the blog and the notes for this particular show. Again, if you have any more fan q and I'd like to get more involved with you guys. And I know I've done kind of like a backwards philosophy of this show, but I'm going to throw it in there now. If you have not gone and to Apple Podcasts and have not done a review for this podcast, if you have not done a subscription, if you have not rung the bell to get updates on what's going on with the podcast, then please start doing that. The more fan interaction, the more likely that I can go in both guns blazing at discoverpods.com and I can win the best innovative podcast of 2020. That is coming fast and furious. I'm going to leave that link up too. I would ask you to go to the blog, check out discoverpods.com. When you start choosing all your podcasts that you like, whether you want to choose for best sports show, be the Dos Leprechauns page, best government page, you want to do the uh, Yogi's Podcast Network, if you're interested in other comedic podcasts, I'd recommend the American Slacker podcast. If you want to check out my friends at H-Town Lowdown, you can give in a vote for them. But most innovative podcasts, that's what your vote should be cast for for your favorite block hit. Cast your vote on discoverpods.com today for your favorite blockhead to take the title as most innovative podcast. And I will see you guys next time. Enjoy your Christmas holiday season, but we'll see you next week. Same blockhead time, same blockhead channel.